Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> now, why do we give tithe in church? Now, all of you who are locals leaders, senior leaders, go and preach this. Uh, don't go and preach it this week that the whole church is preaching while we give tithe. <laughs> but find a way to find a way to preach it at the Basenia. Number one, we give tithe because it is an eternal law. What that means is that tithing preceded any law that you can ever think of. In Hebrews chapter 7, the Bible talks about the priestly ministry of Christ. And the Bible emphasized that for Jesus to be a qualified priest, Hebrews chapter 1, let's read to verse 10. Sorry, chapter 7, verse 1 to 10. Now, the whole book of Hebrews is a defense for the priestly ministry of Jesus Christ. So if you don't understand, now, you know, Paul wrote so many letters. And the Hebrews were the Jews. Like they know the Bible. And the Hebrews didn't believe that Jesus Christ is the Messiah. They didn't believe that Jesus is the Christ. So the whole book of Hebrews was written to prove why Jesus is the Christ. He talked about his sacrifice of his blood and everything. But he also established the eternal priesthood of Christ. And in chapter 7 is where the Bible was defending why Jesus Christ was a priest. And for all the many things that the Bible mentioned as a qualification for Jesus to be a priest, the Bible mentioned that he takes tithe. If Jesus was not taking tithe, he couldn't have been a priest because the priesthood was established to receive tithe. So Paul... I believe wrote the book of Hebrews, had to provide a defense why Jesus Christ is a priest. And he added that Jesus Christ receives tithe. I hope you understand. Wonderful. So Hebrews 1 says, for this Melchizedek. Now, I don't know why I thought I was coming to preach a short sermon, but it's becoming long in my eyes. But it will still be short. Now, who... Paul had to explain who Melchizedek is or was. And Melchizedek is Jesus Christ who appeared in the Old Testament. That's what he's trying to say. So let's start the reading. He says, for this Melchizedek, king of Salem, priest of the most high God, met Abraham returning from the slaughter of the kings and blessed Abraham. Now, at this time, there was no priesthood. There was no nation called Israel. Abraham preceded the nation Israel. The nation Israel began with Jacob. Abraham gave birth to Isaac. And Isaac gave birth to Jacob. Jacob had a brother called Esau. You remember all of those stories. But Jacob gave birth to 12 children or 12 boys. All the 12 boys became the 12 tribes of Israel. He had girls too, but 
Israel is a patrilineal system of inheritance. So inheritance is according to the father. So the 12 boys became what is called the patriarchs or the fathers. The 12 became the nation Israel. So one of the 12 is called Joseph, the tribe of Joseph. One of them is called Levi, the tribe of Levi. One of the 12 is called Simeon, the tribe of Simeon. One of them is called Reuben. So all the 12 boys became the, the nation Israel. And you have read the Bible say that Israel went into Egypt. When did they go into Egypt? They went into Egypt when all the 12 children of Jacob went to Egypt. Because Joseph was the first to go. He went there as a slave. Remember they sold him. So all the 12 at a point said that, hey, we have gone to see our brother. He's a big man in Egypt. Hey. And we are dying here out of hunger. Then all the 12, let us go. Then they said, no, then we have to go and pick our father. And they went to pick their father, Jacob. And all the 12 boys migrated to Egypt. And they stayed there, married there, gave birth there. And they became plenty for over 400 years. But when they multiplied, they realized that they were industrious. They were ingenious. So the, the Egyptians decided to make them slaves to build cities for them. It's like these people were very good. Now when you study history, there is a group of people called the Atakwami people from Togo. They were very good in building. Almost every story building in Ghana before Ghana's independence was built by Togolese people. All those built by the chiefs. When you go to Mampon, you see that some buildings are by the roadside. They are story building. One, two, one, two. They were the people who had skills to build story building. Ghanaians couldn't build story building. We didn't have the... Do you know the Atakwami people? It was Kolok. Then they called them Atakwami. And that was their, 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 their skill. They were very good in building. I have to enter my word. You let me finish. It's, it's, it's interrupting the service. So, <laughs> these Jews, when they went into Egypt, were very good. So they decided to use them to build cities. They built Pitom, Ramses, which were all cities, like modern cities. And through all of that, they became slaves in Israel, sorry, in Egypt. You remember that story? And that was how the nation Israel was born. Then one day, God spoke to Moses, who is one of the generations of the fathers who went there, from one of Jacob's children by name Levi. Levi gave birth, ah, that one of them gave birth called Moses. And God spoke to Moses that now, tell all the Jews to leave Egypt. And according to the book of us, it was a church. The Bible calls it the church in the wilderness. So about six million people, he carried all of them from Egypt into the promised land, which is modern day Palestine. Do you remember? So when they left Egypt, it became a country. But the country was a, country, a mobile country. They didn't have a station. Do you understand? So they kept moving until God told them that there are a lot of people 
who are already on the land I want to give to you. And those people are giants. They are not proper human beings. So kill all of them and take over the place. Can I tell you something? In most cases, what God is giving to you is already in somebody's hands. And you will have to rise to fight for it. Glory to Jesus. So all of these giants that they were to remove from the land, they were the Moabites, the uh, Philistines, the Amalekites, the Imims, Zamzumims, Kavhotites, different, different groups of people who were already on the land. And they were all generations of fallen angels who were very huge, the Anakims, Anakites. Do you remember? Do you, do you read the Bible? Uh-huh. You, if you have heard of Chronicles, you have read of Kings, Samuel, you would have come across all of these complex names. There were people who were already on the land, and God told them to remove all of them, which they did, and they possessed the land. After many years later, they were driven from that land. They were first driven by the Babylonians from Nebuchadnezzar. The Assyrians fought them, but it was the Babylonians that removed all of them from the land, and now the nation didn't exist again. They reconstituted themselves after the work of Nehemiah, if you remember. Then the Romans also came and scattered them. And the Romans scattered them after Jesus Christ was dead and resurrected and went to heaven. By AD 100, the nation Israel didn't exist again. AD 30, it's believed the church was born at, in AD 30. Within a space of 100 years, if you read Matthew chapter 24, Jesus Christ said that the temple of the Jews will be destroyed and there will not be a stone that will be left on top of a stone. That scripture, that prophecy was fulfilled 70 years when Jesus Christ left this earth. They destroyed everything that all the Jews scattered all over the world and didn't have a station until 1947. After the Second World War, Britain decided to help the Jews for all of them to be at one place. It was called the Zionist Movement. That all the Jews should move to the land that they used to be before the Assyrians and the uh, Babylonians and all of that. And initially they wanted to bring them to Sierra Leone. Because at that time, in the early hundreds, Sierra Leone didn't exist. There was no country in the world called Sierra Leone. Sierra Leone became a nation by the movement of some blacks. One of them was called Marcus Gavi who is the father of what is called the Gaviites. He also had a repatriation movement to bring all blacks back to Africa. And he bought a ship by the contributions of voluntary or uh, voluntary donations. And he named the ship the Black Star Line. It was that Black Star Kwame Nkrumah adopted and brought to Ghana that same name. But it failed because of embezzlements of funds. They ate all the money. By 
But those who came became what is now Sierra Leone and Liberia. So the Liberia and Sierra Leone are recent countries. That is why they don't even have colonial masters. Liberia was never colonized. They, they had an, a contact with the Americans. And Sierra Leoneans also had contact with some European, British, and all of that. But the former colonization, which Ghanaians experienced, they didn't have because they were not a constituted nation. That is why they don't even have a language. When you go to Sierra Leone, they speak what is called Creole. Creole is a contact language. When I meet you and you meet me and we are not able to converse because of our language barrier, we create a term that will serve as a form of conversation. It is called Creole. Yeah. That's why they don't have a language there. There's, that's, for instance, when you go to um, Ghana, most of the people in the coastal states speak uh, pidgin. Pidgin is colloquialization, trying to modify language by removing grammatic loss or syntactic sequence. So that it's like, I didn't go. You can just say, I go. That is pidgin. Do, do, do you understand it? Now, why is it that people in Kumasi don't speak pidgin? The reason why they don't speak pidgin is because they didn't have a contact with an external language. For instance, the Fantis met the Portuguese and the English. And they had to modify the English language. The same way with the gas and the rest. But language itself has a pattern that it develops slang. You understand? And complex codification for informal conversation. So recently I have seen a phenomenon that people in Kumasi are trying to create a language. Girl, you say like It's called what? Huh? Nete. And it's a nete, nete. It's actually a linguistic phenomenon that a language at a point undergo metamorphosis. So it's, 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 it's actually a necessity they have. <laughs> Instead of them to speak PG, they are, yeah, they are speaking nete. Huh? Nete Gwejina. Gwejina. Ten language. Uh, if I'm a linguistic professor, I would have done a research into it. So that we'll find out what brings about a, a, a sequence like that. That a people want to speak a language nobody understands. Or that is limited to a particular group of people. You understand? Variety and functions of language. But you see, as soon as they decided to bring the Jews to the promised land where they are now. Then the Arabs also rose that we will never allow them to sit close to us. And that has been the reason why they are fighting up to today. So now, is the land for the Jews or is it not for them? Yes. What makes it for them? Because 
This thing I'm discussing was first discussed in court. The Jews brought 16 historians at the United Nations and they won the case. And that's how they gave them the land in the, the, the current place. They brought them genealogical historians who could tell the genealogy of the Jews for over, for over 4,000 years with precision. They have records of everything. And show them lease of acquisition of lands and property, which is over 4,000 years, using the Bible and other Jewish records and annals and journals. They are the most documented group of people. Every Jew in the world knows he's a Jew because they are all documented. That is why you have never met a Jew. I can say boldly. <laughs> so that's how the nation Israel came into existence. I hope, I hope you are following. Wonderful. So it was through Abraham that the nation came into existence. But it was in the days of Moses that God gave them a law. Now, what is a law? One, two, three. No, no, get up, get up, get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. Who else? Oh, it's just 1,100 students, so I feel no about Those who have done it for some time. There are only three. Because anytime you ask me, he's the only one who's able to explain. That's the organic key. <laughs> okay, okay. Tinima, don't use any bad English here, please. What you are saying is on records. Alright, alright. Okay, you can you can you can the uh, grammar be on, on point? Uh, Concord. <laughs> okay. So basically, why is somebody laughing at you on the podcast like that? You continue. Mike, Mike, Mike. No, talk. Don't even say it here so that I will say the correct. Uh -huh. So basically, a law is a set of rules and regulations uh -huh. that governs a particular. Okay. This is what he said. A law is a set of rules and regulations that is made to govern um, 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 okay. okay, yes. A law is a set of rules and regulations that govern a particular community or country. Okay. You see, when you say a group, a, a set of rules and regulations, in the first place, who sets them? Who makes them laws? Because there are rules and regulations in Kisiman. Are they laws for Kisiman people? And who sets them? So make your definition comprehensive. So that, or are they written? Because in Britain, they don't have, they don't have written constitution, do they? So how do they have laws? They are governed by what? It's an unwritten constitution. Unwritten constitution, but 
The original constitution means that it's not codified into one particular book. It's written. So it's like they have scrolls. But it's not codified into one particular book like Ghana's own. Like we have the so there exists in different documents. Different documents, yes. Statutes. So how are the laws made? They are made by legislators like our parliamentarians. So they go, they sit in the parliament and they make the laws. <laughs> so if the Okaikweni Municipal Assembly says that this road should be used for a bridge or nobody should use this road, is that a law? Because it's a regulation. It's a bylaw. So what is a bylaw? A law? You see, give us a comprehensive definition. Because there's even legislative instruments. What are legislative instruments, Eli? Like court decisions that have become laws. <laughs> so, all right, all right. So, so you let's continue. <laughs> hey, Kumasi is a punishment. Too. Nobody should give birth there. <laughs> hey, anybody from Kumasi who speaks English here, it's a calling. It's a special anointing. God has poured a special oil on the person. Especially somebody from Kumas who doesn't have English name. And yet, and yet, Akwesia Pia Minka, Otis Adi. All right, all right, all right. So, now, at the time God brought the laws through Moses, Abraham had already paid the tithe. That is why we are saying that tithing preceded every law. At the time of Moses, there were no written laws. So that what some individuals did were actually their ability to assess spiritual things and do them without anybody telling them. And that means they are prophets. The first person to be called prophet in the Bible was Abraham. When his wife was told him, God spoke to him that he is a prophet. Glory to God. So we pay tight because it preceded every law which makes it an eternal law. In other words, before even laws were made, the practice of giving of tithe was in existence. Do you understand it? By this point, do we still have to read the Hebrews? It will come up. Number two. I'm saying that I'm giving how many? <laughs> but you know that we will not reach there now. We will not reach. Number two. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
The word of God in the Old Testament said we should give tithe. That is why we give tithe. Now, and there are plenty of examples. So let's go to number three. The word of God in the Old Testament says we should give tithe. That is number three. Number four. We give tithe because Jesus spoke about it. Now, when you say Jesus Christ spoke about it, some people are saying that Jesus Christ was part of the Old Testament. So tithe is an Old Testament practice. But what we are saying is that because Jesus spoke about it, that is why we do it. Number four or three. Number four. Tithing. Now, when did Jesus, Matthew 23, 23, Jesus Christ spoke about it. Why do we give tithe? We give tithe because we don't have any reason why we should not give it. If you say you will not give tithe, what's your reason? Number five. We give tithe because it is an act of devotion to God. When a man is devoted to God, one of the ways is that he gives tithe. Number seven or six. We give tithe because it is the requirement of this church. It is part of the requirements of this church. Do you know that if we are to say that all women have to wear scarf before they come to church, people wear it. So why we say that all people should give tithe, that one you don't want to give it. So it is part, uh, we don't say that. Do you know there are some churches, you can marry 10? Oh, don't let me mention names. Yeah. Number seven. Tithing is an act of faith. It is what? It is an act of faith. Number eight. We give tithe because it is proven by myself. And any truly spirit-filled minister and ministry that tithing is a great secret to spiritual prosperity. This ministry is a proof. You see, there are certain things if you don't know it, you may be suffering from it. For instance, this church was established in 2013, 1st December. So this 1st December, this church will be 10 years. From the year 2013 to the year 2018, 
There was never a time in the history of this church that we have 20,000 CDs in our account or like the church has 20, uh, if something is to fall down and it costs 20,000 CDs, we can replace it there and then. It was never the case from 2013 to 2018. Why? Because this church was not paying tight. Not because we ourselves were not paying tight, but because the whole church was not paying tight. And we didn't know that the whole church has to pay tight. And then Dr. Bempa came here. We used to give. Oh, giving there plenty. We've given man of God. But as a devotion that the church does, we never did it. Until 2018, Dr. Bempa came to preach here, seekers and finders. Then he said that even though you individuals, you pay tight, the church should also pay tight. When he said it, I just called the leaders and I said, hey, Charlie, the man of God is powerful. What he has said is deep. Let's do it. Now, from the year 2018 to the year 2023, there has never been a time that this church doesn't have 20,000 cities. That's a proverb. Sometimes in the year, the church has given almost $30,000 as seed tight. Yeah. Now, when we were not giving, we didn't have. Now that we are giving, we are having. Which one is better? You don't give tight. You are always struggling. When you started giving, you are, which one is better? I mean, this thing we have seen, we are better tell. We spend how many? We don't want to mention it. Yes. Sometimes in a month we spend 200,000 cities. When we started this building, we spent 640,000 cities in a matter of two months. A church that couldn't see money in five years. So what has changed? Now, if you people are spiritual, you should ask that question. That from 20, what has changed? It's not as if all of a sudden we have removed all the church members and have brought Bill Gates and the children to the church. No. So what has changed? The only thing that has changed since this church began is that the church itself began to pay tight. Now, even when men of God come to preach here, there had never been a time that a man of God came to preach here in love rain and we gave the man of God 2,000 cities. It never happened. Until Dr. Bempa came here 2018, when he said that now, we gave him 2,000 cities for the first time. And from that time, 2018, we gave it for the first time in the month of March. Nobody has come to preach in this church and we gave the person less than $1,000. Not even one. Anybody who came to preach, that may be my friends who come here who are not invited. The, the people that we invite, not even one. And we don't do it 
under pressure. Your problem is that you don't give tight. Bring all the tight, you bring some. All of you businessmen here, you have to start giving tight on your business. Like Dr. Bempa told me in 2018. Because we didn't know. We didn't know. I have read the Bible that we should give tight. But he said that he heard that thing from Kenneth Copeland. That's why the thing is like a chain. He too didn't know. And when Kenneth Copeland said it, he said, hey! Now he is the number one tight paying church in Assemblies of God Ghana. The whole Ghana, all the Assemblies of God church, their church is number one. More than the generous of pretendence church. Let me add it. Because he's not the one saying it. One young man who is working there, he used to be AGCM prayer secretary in Legon. He said, when holy people bring their tithe to Assemblies of God headquarters, the whole place is full of joy. It can pay everybody's salary. The headquarters people. Listen to me. Never follow a man of God who is not a giver. You will die. All the pastors who are not able to endure to the end, they follow men of God who don't give tithe. Never follow a man of God who doesn't give. You will die. Never. If you have a pastor, some of you have MJs. You, whenever we ask for offering, they don't come. You should come and see pastor and let him change your MJ for you. What you are following is not working. The person himself should be a giver and let the grace fall. On you. 30 reasons why we give tithe. Giving tithe in different currencies and all of this and that. Come and see. Come and see. Number what? That's why I said it is proven by myself. This ministry. What church do you know that is of this size and is building a building like this? With students who are not workers. When they go to ask for something and there's a cheaper version, I told them to buy the expensive version. When they were going to buy the toilet, one of them was what? 3,000. I said, no, they should go for the one that the WC will be hanging on the wall. And you press it, you don't see anything. Like, when there is no water, you can't open anything to pour water inside. That's why we have that double hole. There will never be any interruption in water supply. Now, they have come to disconnect our water. Ah, they are late. They are late. Because we've, all the water we use in this place is the borehole. Many of you, you don't even see the borehole. We are going to cover it. That cars will be walking on it every day. You never even see that there's a borehole there. There's a wire by the water when you press it. And the water starts pumping into the poly tank there. Yes. We use our water for the past two weeks. The borehole water. 
all the construction work we are doing here, we use our own water. And the man who is next to our building, this story building here, he has dug a borehole, there's no water in it. So he came here to ask us that. How come this same area, me, there's no water in mine? And I said, they should tell the man that we are Christians. We are Christians. <laughs> and you pay tight. You do pay tight. Why should the church respond to you? There will never be interruption in water supply in this church. How will it be? The water, do you know a water course? There's water in the ground. The earth is in layers. There is a level where it is only water. And we have pipe into that level. And it's, we are pumping it up. It is the water table. You are a geography student. So these polytanks, we are going to put it on the top there. Then we pump it, pressure, every bathroom, every WC, so that when they, 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 we don't cut and now when you go to the washroom, there's no, there will never be a time that there's no water in the world. It will never happen. They say, at Yabako Penaka, ECG, and you ever solve it. ECG, who will solve it? It's a matter of time. It's a matter of time. We are done with the water. We will come to the electricity. Small, 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 small. Oh, they don't worry. All because of tight, you know. <laughs> In the last two months, I did the calculation. No. July, August, September, October. We spent one point something million cities. This same number of people here. It's not as if something has changed. Nothing has changed. When we saw this land, the money in the church account was eleven thousand. And that's that's our breakthrough. Like since we started the church from ten to thirteen to twenty eight, that's the only money that we had. When we bought the eagle, the eagle, we bought it 18,000 cities in 2014. And we didn't have the 18,000. We gave the man 12,000 and came to Accra to mobilize the remaining 6,000. And we came with him with the car and gave the remaining six to him because we didn't have it. But I can just look at all the things here. This keyboard, this keyboard, these drums alone is over 50,000 cities. Yeah. We couldn't buy anything. We couldn't buy chairs. We couldn't buy, but it's the same anointing upon us. The same teachings, the same something. The only thing is that somebody came to open a door for us to enter. Many of us here, when we hear the word of God, we are not quick to apply it. I started paying tight in 2006. When I finished Secondary school. Somebody came to our church to preach. And the person was saying that, an assembly of God pastor, in his church, he tells them to take their tithe before they bring his salary to him. Ah, so I didn't understand. So I went to ask our pastor, and he said that he, if they did that, the tithe from his salary is no faith. The tithe is no more faith. 
So he tells them to bring his salary and he will remove the tithe by faith. I say, hey, so a Christian is supposed to give tithe. I've been a Christian since 2003. I didn't know until 2006. And I started paying tithe. When I'm not able to go to church, I give it to somebody that, when you are going, give the tithe for me. I remember one day I was going to Bulga because of Metro Mass. I called and I went to Pure Fire Church. And I went there to go and put my tithe there to go to the Kanesi station to go and pick a bus to go to Bulga. Not that. I became, but I never see the blessings of tithing. Because until it becomes faith, it doesn't produce results. Many of us say when we do something, we want it to be God is not a magician. It is not God does not bless activity, He blesses faithfulness. I've seen people give me things that has come to convince me that I'm harvesting the fruits of Titan. Harvesting the fruits of Titan. The first time I got dollars, I went to Prophet Ezebora. I gave her, it was I think $50. So I gave her $20. I gave to Bishop Dad. He was also doing ISR. That's the year Benihim came to Ghana. So I went there and I, I gave $20. The following morning, they also asked for dollars and I gave the last thing. It was, $50 was the first amount of dollars I got. And it was 2012. That's the money was for. I paid my school fees with dollars. I went to also go and give money in dollars. Yes. Give money to your wife. You will not do it. Take her half. You will not do it. Give tight. You will not do it. You, you don't know what you are doing. You think you are doing me. That's what they are saying. You have not learned to receive. Do you think all of us we give to our wife because we are always happy? No way. You have no idea how to be. See, come down from pride. Come down from pride. And come and sit on the seat of humility. That God, I'm not happy, but I'm doing it because you said I should do it. Today they said that Asian and Tehila went on a stroll and they went to walk around. As I sat and said, but how come I don't walk around with my wife? So when I go home, I'm going to ask her. Why is it that? Asian and Tehila, they were walking around. Why we don't we walk around? Whatever she says, we can find a solution. We find a solution. You see, I have realized that the things that work are very simple. It's our pride. That doesn't make it work. It's our pride. So, I'm not happy. My wife talks to me anyhow. Who are you? Have you, have you, have you bought a land in East Lagos? Uh, it's a good father, your nephew. Who, who are you now they can't talk to you anyhow? Today, my brother called me before I entered the auditorium. When we were doing the dissertation, I was outside making a call because he kept calling me at the answer. He was saying something about my mother. And I told him, my brother, women are like that, whether they are grown or they are young. They are all like this. So take that and stop worrying yourself. Hey. Hey. Who told you we don't know who they are? We know it. It's all of them. Just, just do your part. How can your wife be asking you for sex and say you are tired? You see, drinking water, drinking, drinking water, eh? Sex, eh? sex, sex, sex. Eh? 
It's faster. It's faster than drinking water. Like when you are, when somebody is having sex and he starts to drink water, the one that is having sex will finish, and the water has not got into your stomach. Like like this, man. It's over. I'm not in the mood. I don't feel for it. What is the mood about this whole thing? How can you be married for two years and you can't know how to be in the mood? Are you a student? When you went to Lagos, you didn't know calculus. One month you were writing exams on calculus. You didn't know anything about geography. How can you be married for one year and you don't know how to be in the mood? Are you born again? How come you are not learning? And every day you talk ah, every day you talk ah. What your wife said a marriage can not not tight in a swear, tight in a swear. Why are you not doing it? You see, this is what we do. No, I want to buy a new fridge for my house. Are you okay? Then we start saving towards it. So when the tight, you are supposed to remove it. You feel like if you don't know what you're doing to your life, the sex will come three weeks, it doesn't work. You don't know what you're talking about. All the monies that you don't give tight on it. When you use it to buy phone, somebody will snatch the phone. Let me tell you, most of the problems that comes by the blessings we have it is because we didn't tight on those blessings. It is true, sir. There are blessings too. My God. Have you given tight on your wedding offerings? Hey! You telling me foolish, oh? Uh-huh. That's it. Me, the dead, my wedding, the whole offering, I took it in a, and I went to give it to Dr. Bempa. I don't need it. I'm giving the whole offering to you. It's tight. You have to be wise, oh? Even the way you are saving to buy a phone, somebody has given you a phone. Make sure that you go and look for the tithe for that. I'm going to give you a call. Already you have it. You were saving to get, you have 2,000. Somebody gave you a phone that is 5,000. Why would you go and give 500 out of that 2,000 as tithe? Because that's what you were saving the money for. There is an amount of money. If you give it to me, I give it as tight. No matter the amount. It's a specific amount. Okay. We are doing this. If somebody gives me that amount, I give it as tight. Because I know that there are things I have gotten from God that I have not given tight of. It's true. It's true. It's true. No other secrets. I didn't know this one. Big man like you, somebody has given you 100 Ghana cities. And you are using it to buy Sobolo. So give tight ten cities as tight. The tight is ten cities. Now only your message share the paper per se. Sanya yeah. Anytime I gave hundred cities tight, it is because the money was hundred cities. If you see me, I've given tight hundred cities. It's not because somebody gave me thousand cities and I gave. No, 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 no. I don't give time ten percent. Why do we give tight? I have a proof. And I'm using this church as an example. 
the monies that we have given to branches. Monies. Venues. Monies. And I come to church. The whole church, everything is 3,000 cities. And yet, the church is able to... Now, now, some of the things that we buy in one day is actually six months of titan offerings that we spend it in one day in the church. So how is the church able to keep our pace? We don't know. Every time they are withdrawing money. Every time they are withdrawing money. Every time. They have withdrawn money and all the Ecobank staff know us. You can ask Gifty. They know Gifty. They know Amele. They know all of them. Oh, come on. Love rain. Love rain. Love rain. Very soon they will be coming here for the offerings. They will not go there. They will come. Poverty is not something you should glorify. Say Christmas, eBay. You say, Pastor, me niska. Now only niska. Niska ni ukran odi yeden. Ufan kubwa for di ninga mi miye kwa imam. Adi ni ukran enti mi nyashi. Ubeti na usa na three fifty na kanwa sanswedi. God gave you a seed. You were not, you didn't have any hope of any harvest coming. And the seed that you're supposed to show to her, you have eaten it. And now the beer thing that you waste tight. Oh, you are saying something. Give give shoes out. Give shirts out. Not the one you don't like. They are all part of this whole tithing business. Because you don't have money. And you are holding on to this. Obiato chicken, two kilos, and a chef fridge. hospitality in country When we move to the top, the children here, I'll finish all of them. Every week, I'm coming with provisions and drinks. Every Sunday, they'll be drinking from my pocket. They even fight. They even fight at the children's table. They have eaten my child's food. Is your child dead? Huh? They've given your child food to somebody. It's not good. But it's your child dead. Why should you complain about something like this? Are you born again? And they are fighting with the children's teachers. Now, somebody has eaten my child's food. It's so childhood. So what's your problem? Why wouldn't you allow yourself to be defrauded? Why would you celebrate that your grace has supplied the need of somebody? There's never been a time I came to my house. There was money lying there. The money is not there and I complained. I behave. I've not seen it. Nobody is a thief in my house. Nobody. My wife has never stolen my money before. Because she knows if she asks, I'll give. If I don't give, miss, I don't have. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. You can't even leave money on your table. 
Somebody gave me 500 CDs. Fresh notes. Brand new, crisp notes. I put it by my bedside like this. Two weeks, my wife didn't touch it. Wow. And I said, well, you don't like new notes. Wow. I said, if I need money, I will ask you. You think, wow. you think we, we came here by, 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 by hiding no money? It's my responsibility. You think because she's a good girl? No, no, no. It's because, you see, when you give enough food eh, in your house and you leave it around, the rats will eat her that they will stop stealing your meat. But they know that there will be some living on the table. What a parable. The 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 parable. in your house will not be eating mice again. What is You are buying a cat because there are a lot of mice in your house. I'm speaking a proverb. Some of you, your wives have become cats. I said, oh, Pastor, are you talking to me? I'm telling you about Titan. <laughs> next point. Next. Titan delivers people from greed wow. and selfishness. Wow. Greed. Now, you are the one I blame most. That you have the confidence with your 32 teeth to say yes to a man who doesn't give tight. You see, all the girls who are not married, look at me very well. Sometimes when a man of God comes here and says, I'm taking seed for 10,000 cities. Look at the boys who come and stand here. They don't come because they have money. They come because they have grace. Who can you give 500 coins to me? First three cities to me. What's your name? I'm a pet. Now, 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 I'm a pet. Sometimes, eh, when you open your fridge like this, there should be food in it. It's a sign of a good husband. Are you here? Hey, Pastor. This is what somebody will do. Genevieve, yeah. See, I 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 As of you tell Aviv, eh? Ah, child, send money to Jennifer. Send money to her. Don't say that I have problems, I have problems. Everybody has problems. Eh, Samson, all of you, send money. You see, if you look at the problems you have in life, you can't sow. If you observe the wind, you will never sow. I said, Pastor, what about we those who are not married? Now they also see the end. And now they don't pay breakthrough. Look, I said, I want to phone one every day. 
Look at First Thessalonians. The point is that I am a proof and I have proven. First Thessalonians chapter 2. Look at the verse 8. So affectionately longing. 8, 8, 8. So affectionately, the baby can live, eh? <laughs> so affectionately longing for you. This is Paul speaking. We were pleased. We were well pleased to impart to you not only the gospel of God, but also our own lives. To impart to you our own lives. Because you had become dear to us. A man can impart. So while I'm sharing this example, we are imparting our own lives. If you read the verse now, he will show you how he was imparting his own life. He said that he will not be a burden to any of you. So his sufferings he was going through was so that you can receive impartation of him. Last point. You have see point at the end. We cry, make a in We pay tight because we are the children of Abraham. Abraham paid tight. We have to learn from our father. Why do we pay tight? We pay tight because of Malachi 3 6. Three six. I'm the Lord. I do not change. Therefore, you are not consumed, O sons of God. If God bless those who pay tight, then He will bless us if we pay tight. The next point, point number eight. We pay tight because of Malachi three seven. Number eight. We pay tight because of Malachi three eight. Number nine. We pay tight because of Malachi three nine. Number 10, we pay tight. You see, look at Malachi 3 now. He said, you are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So people who don't give tight, they are cursed. That's why we give tight, so that we will not be cursed. We be, give tight because of Malachi 3 10. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. We give tight because of Malachi 3 11. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. Who doesn't want the devourer to be rebuked? So that we will not destroy. We give, give tight because of Malachi 3 12. And all nations will call you blessed. If you give tight, all nations shall call you blessed. All loveliness shall call you blessed. Wherever you go, you shall be called blessed. For you will be a delightful land. Say amen. amen. What a word. This is why we give tight. We give tight because of Hebrews 3.1. Hebrews, sorry, Hebrews 7.1. We give time because of Hebrews 7.2. We give time because of Hebrews 7.3. We give time because of Hebrews 7.4. We give time because of Hebrews 7.5. We give time because of Hebrews 7.7. We give time because of Hebrews 7.6. Look at Hebrews 7.7. Great, the lesser is blessed. So where you are giving the tithe, it's a demonstration that you are blessed. So when we give time, we give time because of Malachi 7.8. 
Here, mortal men receive tithes, but in heaven, Jesus is the one who receives it. And anytime we give tithe, it is a proof that Jesus is alive and he's continuing his priestly ministry. We give tithe because of Hebrews 7 9. Even Levi, the first priest, also received tithe and he paid tithe. Abraham paid tithe through the loins of him. We give tithe because of Malachi 7 10. Hebrews 7 10, sorry. We give time because of Hebrews 7, 11. All the points are there. I don't have time. They are, they are, they are sister points. I'm giving you a little. I can give you three chapters in Leviticus. I would say Leviticus 13, 1, 13 to, to 43. <laughs> If the people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face, then I will heal their land. Uh, I will forgive their sins. We keep tight because if we keep our tight, the 10% we keep will not do much to the 90 we keep. Lastly, we give tithe because the money of the church increases as we give our tithes faithfully. A prosperous church will easily fulfill the will of God than the church that is poor. Why do you live a comfortable life in your house but the church should not be beautiful and comfortable? My vision is that the church WC will be nicer than the WC you use in your house. The church towns here will be nicer than the towns in your house. The church AC should be nicer than your AC in your house. The church chairs will be nicer than the chairs in your house. And you watch and see, it will happen. Oh, yes. Well, one day when you enter Love Rings, for, uh, 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 what's the name of that place? The lounge. You'll be shocked. The set of furniture you see there. The TV on the wall. The speakers in the ceilings. The flooring. And people come from the auditorium. They come to stand around. You'll be shocked. This is church. It has to be nice. We are not in a, 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 a poverty race. When you give tithe, you change your level. Tithe is a game changer. Faithful tithing is what we are talking about. When you give 2%, it's not tithe, it's a donation. When you give exactly 10%, at a point you realize that you are owing God. There are times you have to take money that is not tight and give it as tight. I rather say me do car me the way aba because we break the car. We the car empty and quite data of fire. Now say we could be in a data and so what is it? And I who say we say miracle data, miracle money. We didn't make a data. We didn't enjoy the cost of data. The bro. All of you who are pledging, you are not paying. It's not a good thing. No. I have some verses be as sorry recently. I'm afraid to mention them to you. I tell you. Those who pledge and they've not paid. I've seen some Bible verses. You see, one day, 
One day, I went to UCF. They were doing a fundraising. And I pledged to give them 1,000 CDs. That is 2010 or 11. At that time, 1,000 CDs is like 10,000 Ghana CDs, if I'm not exaggerating. Then I didn't pay. Around 2014, it occurred to me that, ah, do you remember one time you want to give pledge you have no pay? I doubled that amount and I went to give it to them. And I asked God to forgive me. And to, for repatri- reparation, I added double. Like if it is 1,000, I gave 2,000 CDs. And I went straight to their meeting and I put it in an envelope and I wrote on it pledge. 20 something something, and I put it down and I, I left the place. And yet, so I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I didn't make it. We serve God out of inconvenience. Sometimes, and you know, it's normal. But we don't serve God in comfort. Yes, it be a command, son. Yaminian Nantesa. There are times we do things that are not comfortable with the hope that God let there be a change in this situation. And that's how He begins to affect our lives. God bless you and favor you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. We will share the keys one day when the nose come. Jump to your feet and let's pray. Why don't you pray to God, the Father, make me a dangerous titan. Titan to the last breath of my life. Lift up your voice and pray to God. Whatever you pray, you get. When we were not titan, we were not seeing top. part of your finances. Allow him. Allow him. God bless you. Have we had a wonderful time? I couldn't give all the 30 points. Another time.